0: Welcome to Philadelphia. My name is Dave Diorio. You can find me on Twitter at fat underscore lobster, and I'm joined by a guy who had a great Celtics elimination day. What's up,
1: Gene? Well, I will say that that was the highlight. That was oh, it was certainly <laughs> the highlight. <laughs> that... I
0: told uh, I told my wife we're watching the fourth quarter, and I said, uh, "Okay, this is the most joy I'm getting out of sports today."
1: Now I will tell you, I I had two two happy. Moments today, it was watching Nick Foles come back uh, for the for for Dub bears, uh, yeah. and uh, so I was able to enjoy that, and watching the Celtics get eliminated. So, and you yeah. know, all the better that it was Andre Iguodala and and Jimmy <laughs> Butler. So, as far as I'm concerned, the Sixers are in the finals. <laughs> <laughs> the Sixers that I like the most in the last 20 years are in the finals. Where can we find you on Twitter, Gene? Uh, you can find me at Producer Gene. Usually, I'll be bitching about uh, the <laughs> Phillies, so I might be quiet for a while.
0: And uh, and Chuck will yell if we don't uh, say that. You can find the show at Potadelphia. True. true. Um, Chuck's not with us today. Uh, he'll be taking a couple of weeks uh, off. It's in the Bahamas. I don't watching, know, that's not true.
1: <laughs> watching the that's finals, not... he's probably just taking notes on the Stanley Cup Finals so that he can do the <laughs> entire he's, breakdown. He's so, he's so
0: wrapped up in the hockey hockey world right now. He, you know, he's got to come up for air. Um, but okay, uh, you know, if, if you didn't watch, if you didn't watch the uh, the the birds game yesterday, the uh, the Philadelphia Eagles lost to the Cincinnati Bengals twenty three to twenty three.
1: Although that's not what's going to be <laughs> reflected in the standings. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You know, uh, uh, another tie against the uh, against the Bengals team that uh, we we, sh- we at least feel that we should be superior to.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't know that there's any reason to feel superior to anybody right now. But
0: no, no. Oh, oh yeah, no. I, I, like we gotta really come to terms with the fact that uh, we have a bad football team.
1: Oh, yeah. No, I think that that reality sort of set in sometime around the third quarter yesterday.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not just a bad football team like, oh, my God, we might we, we might miss the playoffs. Like uh, w- we may be looking at a top five draft pick.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, team. oh, my God, I should watch college football. So I know who I want us to pick. <laughs> like That's that's sort of where I'm yeah. at.
0: Yeah, it's it's kind of scary. Yeah. Um, and you know what? Going into the game today, I really felt confident. I thought that there was no way this team was going to start 0-3. And I was right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I just really thought they were going to uh, come out like gangbusters and and play an inspired game at home against an inferior opponent and just make no doubt about it uh, that this was they were going to put this one away early. And, yeah. I'm, and I'm and I'm an idiot.
1: Well, I don't think that you're an idiot so much as, you know, we all have seen enough of these players for the last couple of years that we sort of can't believe that they've all gotten this bad this fast. Namely, the quarterback like there was some part of me that wanted to believe that really, honestly, Carson Wentz was not a bad quarterback. It is it is very, very hard to defend him after this game. Uh, It's
0: so uneven though, because we remember, we remember, you know, 2017, we remember what he did at the end of last season and we just know, you know, like what he's capable of and like, so it's really frustrating to see this, you know, because we, we saw him do it with inferior talent and, 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 you know, now, now we're seeing this and it, and It's just the mistakes are just – they're unforgivable.
1: Well, and the the thing that's amazing to me is there are certain things that he just, I guess, leans on. Uh, Any other quarterback in the league, you take the other 31 quarterbacks, Greg Ward would not get a look. And for some reason, uh, he gets so many targets. Not not that Greg Ward is particularly a bad player. It's just what I think it is an indication of is that Carson has a tendency to sort of zero in on certain – Targets or certain routes or certain things that make him comfortable, and whether that's Zach Ertz or whether that's Greg Ward or whatever it is, I'll tell you what it's not is J.J. Arcega-Whiteside, because uh, if that dude can't find a way to get some get some catches in a game like this, my man just can't get open or something. I I honestly have no idea why this guy is even still uh, like taking up a roster space. uh,
0: yeah, that's a case of a high, a high draft pick. I mean, he's a second round draft pick. He's young and cheap, and you have control over him. So there's not a lot of desire to see that go away or fail. So there's a, um, you know, like a stubbornness, like you got to know when to fold your pocket jacks or whatever JJ um, equates out to. Um, <laughs> Yeah, you know, so Carson Wentz's day, uh, twenty nine for forty seven, uh, twenty nine of forty seven, two hundred twenty five yards, one touchdown, two really, really bad, really bad interceptions, like so bad, uh, bad. <laughs> Even bru- though the first one was tipped, uh, you know, they were. But like they were saying, but, the like they were saying so uh, that, and they
1: were—if if you watch the inner, you know, the replay, uh, there's not really any clear indication who he was throwing to when it was tipped. Anyway, I mean, yeah, both, yeah. that route was read by you know four different defenders. Uh,
0: well, I, Seth Joyner was saying the best thing about that play was the fact that it was tipped because if it wasn't, he would have intercepted it in stride.
1: Yeah, yeah, seriously, he—he he, it, it prevented the guy from running it back for a pick six. Um, that one. Uh, it was, again, another one of those things where it was early in the game, and you, you had some momentum in the drive, and you immediately get get stopped. Uh, the other interception, same problem. You were starting to move the ball a little bit, and, and that one I'm not sure who he was looking at, what he was doing. It, just, it was just a terrible, terrible throw. Um, I think he had – didn't he have another bad fumble today, too, that um, – Yeah, Kelsey recovered except it. Except Kelsey ended up falling on, which could have been a third turnover that he lost.
0: So, you know, he had three – interceptions and fumbles today uh just just your average carson wentz game (laughs)
1: the the, the guy is his is his turnover numbers are beginning to uh to lap his 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 touchdown numbers Uh, you know he's gonna have to have three four touchdown games with no picks just to start to make up ground
0: yeah and so like before we move on from carson because there's to, there's a ton of other stuff we need to talk about in this game. the The big conversation this week is going to be about what what is what do we do with this? I mean, do we just ride it out with Carson and hope that there's improvement or change? Do we uh, d- does he get benched at some point? Um, do we have like a faux? Injury? Like, do we learn that Carson Wentz is hurt next week, and 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 you know he's got some time on the DL to kind of cover it up a little bit? Um, wh- I mean, like, what what do you think is going to happen?
1: Um, it's one of those things where I was I was I was trying to like mentally come f- game plan this out in terms of. Like, what, what would the they have done under different eras of football that I watch? Like, if this is this okay. is 1986, you know, Buddy Ryan, sort of, like, early Buddy Ryan era, I guess or 87, you know, what would Buddy do? You know, I, I wear that Kelly Green wristband b- during games that, you know, what would Buddy do? I, I think that even in this particular case, Buddy would probably try to ride it out. Uh, you know, not that it's a similar uh, analogy, but... Ron Jaworski was the quarterback when Randall Cunningham was drafted and Randall was sort of brought in as that like third down gadget sort of quarterback. Um, I I think what you may see moving forward and they did try it, I guess what one play today where they brought in Jalen hurts to sort of run that option play um, where he had the, the option to sort of hand off to Miles Sanders or, or take it himself. Of course he botched the handoff, uh, which he's probably done a thousand times in college, but that's just typical yeah. of the way that things are going. But I I do think you might see, you know, not for, not for nothing, but like some more attempts where you'll see like on a second down and middle that what you might see those sorts of things become more common. Uh, I think that the Eagles have have sort of pot committed to Carson Wentz, and uh, at this point you have what is going to be truly the gauntlet of the season coming up, where you've got. Um, I believe you've got next week's San Francisco, then Pittsburgh, and then there's somebody else, like, right after that who's also, like, a really, really good team. And uh, this team could end up, like, oh five and one without blinking. Sadly, oh five and one might still keep you in contention in this division, um, which is one of the harder decisions you have to make about this because – this division is is horrible. The the football team is currently leading the division, uh, with only their win uh, above us really is carrying them. Um,
0: oh, did the did the Cowboys lose today?
1: The Cowboys lost today. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, we are we are we are actually in third place in the division because the Giants also lost again.
0: Um, and so we're we're, so we, we're in third place in the division and a half game out of
1: first. Yeah, we 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 um we gained ground and are a half game out of first. Uh, it's it's crazy how bad this division is, and it's one of those things where you if you can right the ship and maybe steal a game here in this gauntlet somehow.
0: Oh my God!
1: You know, I mean, you like go the, out the to the San King Francisco to be... with a with a with a with a. I think they used to running a backup quarterback. If somehow you can steal that game, miraculously, all of a sudden you know you beat Dallas and yeah. you beat the Giants and, and you're actually still in this division. That and that's why if you're, if but,
0: you're yeah, but is is Carson Wentz? the way that's going to happen right now.
1: I don't know that we've rostered another quarterback that can do. I I don't, I don't, I don't believe in Jalen hurts as being like the hand him the keys to the car right now. I I just don't think that you can expect a rookie quarterback who was brought in. I still don't, I'm not entirely sure why, but I I can't imagine that they taught him this offense.
0: Well, maybe we're learning
1: why. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, maybe uh, they did have some sense of what was happening.
0: Now, now look, don't get me wrong. I, J- Jalen Hurts is not the cure-all for what's going on with this team, and substituting Carson Wentz for Jalen Hurts right now is not going to. I mean, I, I don't think he's going to give you a better chance at winning at this point. Um,
1: you would have to. you see reken- what you have. You get would- a
0: little. You get a little insight into what you have because we don't have a preseason. No one knows what this kid's got. Right. Uh, at the NFL level right now. So it's just like, you know, look, if I got to watch you lose, show me something intriguing about it.
1: Yeah, lose in, lose in an interesting way and not as in like finding creative ways to lose. Uh, you know, I imagine that if we were to find ourselves in some sort of a blowout in the next couple of weeks, you might see him come in like in, a, like in a fourth quarter where they would try to maybe see if he could run something, um, you know. Is he the? Is he the in the depth chart? Is he the? Is he the backup quarterback? I, I don't think they're dressing a third quarterback. Sudfeld was in was in street clothes today.
0: Okay, so he is the backup quarterback.
1: Yeah, so if yeah, if right. if Wentz was to take a shot to the ribs, you know, yeah. I think that he would he would take over. Um, they're not dressing three quarterbacks at the moment.
0: Uh, yeah, I think we're gonna we're I, you know maybe not this week, uh, maybe not next week, but somewhere down the road, Carson Wentz is. We're, we're gonna find out that Carson Wentz is hurt. Whether it's true or not, that's gonna be that's gonna be the word.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean you, coming you, from
0: Eagles camp, you, you,
1: they they are they are deeply financially committed to this guy, and if they need to get him some sports psychology, if they need to get him some, right. as, yeah. as what would they used to two, do? In, in, two
0: in, weeks in, on the DL for bruised ego.
1: To, to the, what did they do to the Flyers? They used to put him up in the press box. You know, if he's got to sit a game with Marilyn Mike, um, you know, to figure out things from a from the from the booth. You know maybe that's that's what's good for him. The thing is right now, I imagine the conversations they're having in the in the in the higher offices are, can we get him to just not turn the ball over and and be able to do enough if we can just hold on to the ball? you
0: know I, is somebody like okay, is somebody in his grill after this kind of week you know, shoving these pictures and this tape down his throat going like what the f- what are you doing man like you are you're brutal you're brutal this season you are brutal this season do you do you know what uh carson wants passer rating is it's, it's under 64 64.4 uh, it had... do you know how many quarterbacks he's ahead of
1: uh just probably the guy in washington no no. Did Dennis Haskins finally H- H- Haskins, pass him? Yeah,
0: he's behind. He's behind. He's ahead of Kirk Cousins. That's it. The Man. only NFL quarterback he's ahead of is Kirk Cousins right now. And Kirk He's Cousins,
1: behind Daniel Jones. And Kirk Cousins he's might be, be having the worst season an NFL quarterback has ever had.
0: He, he's behind he's Sam bad. Darnold. He's behind Jeff Driscoll. Who is that? <laughs> I
1: don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know. He's behind Mitchell Trubisky, who got benched today. Yeah. Yeah. It's bad, man. Well, and I mean, it's It's, bad. it's, it's similar in Chicago. I mean, that's a guy. Oh, that they... we
0: got a top 10 quarterback in Philadelphia. Uh, oh, who's better, Dak Prescott or Carson Wentz? Who should we keep, uh, Nick Foles or Carson Wentz?
1: And we've been on the Carson Wentz side of this, so and what do we? It getting? made sense. What? It made sense. All the evidence pointed to this. you know, at one point we were talking about it's just just give it time, and he's going to pass Donovan McNabb. I'm convinced that McNabb puts some sort of curse on him, they visit him in the locker room, and he he gave him the 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 high five, and and that that was it.
0: <laughs> oh man, oh uh, no, 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 no! It's just so bad. I. it's it's, it was hard it was well so i had a disjointed viewing uh of the game today i watched like the first three quarters and then i i had to go to uh to baseball so i listened to a little bit on the radio and then i watched the dots on my phone move around um so i really didn't get to see a lot of the really super tragic plays live like the wide open miles sanders Uh, for a, basically a layup touchdown, mm. I, I didn't get to see that one, thankfully enough. Um, but I did get to see both uh, terrible interceptions. Um, so yeah, I was happy about that. Uh, let's can, can we talk about well? What do you want to talk about next? We want to talk about offensive line. Uh
1: yeah, yeah. Let's so Jason talk about, Peters is a fucking con man, right? This whole this whole Jason Peters experiment, they they had made the right decision. That's the thing that kills me with with Jason Peters. They had made the right decision. The right decision was, my man, thank you for your service. Right. But we're good. We're good. Well, yeah, I mean and then all the injuries happened. So Yeah, but I mean that was the thing is they 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 thought they were fine because they had brought him back into the fold. So they're like, Oh, cool, if uh, if Dillard goes down, then we've got this you know Hall of Fame left tackle. Unfortunately, age and the com all of the compound injuries that peters has suffered has finally caught up to the guy i mean he was a turnstile today i haven't seen a left tackle have a that a game that bad since like i don't know which which bozo we put out there at left tackle at some point in his i mean he let up more
0: sacks today than he he has in entire seasons in the past it's just not it's not working man it's like one year too many dude
1: and and I he, they don't run to his side nearly as much as they used to. It's it's all going to Lane side, which is no. problematic because it you know you can you can see teams start to load up that side of the field.
0: Yeah, and Pryor's not good enough. No.
1: So, you know that's not great. But here's the thing that frustrates me with the offensive line: is that they still, to some degree, can run block. They can effectively run block. And there are stretches of this game where they just, for want of any explanation whatsoever, because Miles Sanders, if you just look at the stat line, had a pretty good game today. But for long stretches of this game, uh, we were one-dimensional. In a game where we were not that far behind or were ahead. I, I just don't, it, does, it doesn't make any sense as to this why is, you would be so goes one- This
0: back to diaper baby Doug and this is not the team or the roster that he that he would prefer to have and i get it like i, I don't know in my mind a a, a creative offensive minded coach who wants to do aggra- he wants to be aggressive and um, and really put pressure on the defense, and there was a whole team philosophy around. You know, we're going to get fast this year. Our receivers are going to be fast. Well, they're fast, uh, and they can't get open, and they can't catch. And you have a quarterback that can't make reads, and he also can't make the throws. You're a running team. Yeah, you're well, a running team and right here's, now.
1: Here's the other thing: is yeah, your receivers are fast, but but where's your where's your fast number one draft pick? Oh, right. He had thumb surgery and isn't going to be back for weeks. Uh, uh, where's your fast Deshaun Jackson? Oh right, he blew a hamstring. So who right. are your fast receivers on the on the field right now? Is it J.J. Arcega-Whiteside who has? I think I had more targets than he Stop did today. Stop
0: with your Arcega-Whiteside. He's <laughs> like you just like uh, hearkening his name. It, well, but, so I Greg mean, Ward is your best.
1: Greg Ward is wide your wide receiver right, right and now. And you you were down. Dallas Goddard's hurt. And, and you had, you and, and Ertz had a good game. Ertz had a, a pretty good game. He made some good catches. But the problem is, your best player is your running back. So you mm-hmm. know what? Give the ball. Not only is he your best player, honestly, with the way that running backs have been hurt in the league this, this year, he might be one of the best running backs in the NFC, if not the entire league, because he's pretty healthy, and, and he can do things that some running backs just can't do. Yeah. In the first half,
0: in the first half, he was averaging seven yards a carry. And, uh, you know, we get two consecutive three and outs throwing the ball on every single down.
1: Yeah. I, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, Oh, if he does, if he doesn't pick up six yards on first down, then forget about it. We're not going to run.
0: No, I think you outlined it. Perfectly when when you did the uh, the whole okay first down they're expecting us to run we're gonna throw <laughs> it's incomplete oh shit now we're behind in, second in, and in, long in, yeah it's second and long so we're gonna throw whoops and it's incomplete and now you have to throw because and then you know everyone down, pins we their ears back <laughs> and, and it's like sack and pressure. they bring the house yeah Carson gets chased out of the pocket and then then it's, it's punt time and then you go oh well. We could have had, you know, probably a good a good possession here if we had just committed committed to running the ball, particularly with Miles Sanders, because the other guys just aren't getting it done either. So you're at, you're out of options, but you you keep going with the option that you, doesn't work, right? Yeah, it's like I, for years we've all had to watch the Patriots do this thing where they do what you can't stop until you decide to stop it, and then, and then they do, do something, something else, else. right? So this whole thing is like, okay, pound Sanders, pound Sanders, pound Sanders, and they stop it, play action off Sanders. I, I, I just don't get it seems like it's so simple. I mean, I guess it's way more complicated than that,
1: but can we try the simple thing first? Right. Like try not to outthink yourself. Now do we have an offensive coordinator at all? No. So so that might be problematic right now.
0: <laughs> you have uh well, who's the quarterback? coach isn't that sort of like the proxy offensive coordinator
1: I think that's probably like the role he has sort of attained but you know that's when Taylor you, that's his name when you have a an offensive coordinator who is drawing up the game plan uh it takes you know that it's out done. of the hands of but it but it he maybe he, a, he, didn't he
0: didn't want he didn't want an offense okay great you don't want an offensive coordinator
1: all right who are we looking at now Doug Whose whose bag is this? <laughs> I mean, Jim Schwartz already tried to take his licks, and um, you no, know, I, I don't thought know. How, the
0: defense was pretty good today.
1: I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think the defense um, would absolute would, would take a lot of the lumps today.
0: Uh, I the middle they, of the game was a little um, not great. Yeah, I mean, the defense took some bad penalties. I mean, Joe Burrow definitely dissected that defense for a good portion of the middle, middle of the game.
1: Joe Burrow for a uh, a guy in his third professional game looks like um a more seasoned quarterback than ours did today. Uh he made a lot better decisions with the ball. He he found receivers open in spots and 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 made better risky plays than than Carson Wentz did. Um he didn't turn the ball I, over.
0: But like a burrow, that's like another name for like a jackass, isn't it? Sure, yeah. Like a donkey? Yeah. Like they called donkeys burrows? Yeah. Yeah. That's unfortunate.
1: Yeah, that's not the best. Uh, I hope he doesn't take that as his moniker.
0: I feel that could be used against him down the road.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. If he was in my division, I would be calling him the jackass all the time. But yeah, he plays yeah, in the Ravens so. division, so whatever. That's their problem. <laughs> Uh, but, you know, that, but quarterbacks, no matter who it is, have dissected a lot of the secondary, it, which is still bad. Although I thought that Slay finally sort of looked like the guy we were promised today, with even with his, like, super bendy arm thing that I thought, like, <laughs> was going to eliminate him, like, for, I don't know, six to eight weeks. But he came back in and played and made some big plays down the stretch. Uh, you know, the the, off, the offensive line for Cincinnati... Might be the worst offensive line in football. They're worse than ours. You yeah. know, our all defensive line was able to get eight sacks. So I'm glad. One of the things I was worried about and was big sacks. In oh that yeah, overtime. huge big sacks, huge, huge, huge plays um, throughout the whole game. They got a very a big sack early in the game. They kept Cincinnati from getting on the yeah. on the board early. First uh, possession. Yeah. So you know, at least they were able to exploit the matchup that they absolutely wore were dominated on because if they had not gotten pressure on burrow the way they had not gotten pressure on the other quarterbacks we played, they didn't got any pressure on Goff. i felt um certainly not in key times uh except when they were able to get to him they were able to stop a couple of drives in that rams game they just never really gave themselves a chance to get get set um but you know, that was the one matchup I felt like the defensive line against their offensive line, I felt like we won that match. Um, but they have big receivers who were able to make catches over our, our cornerbacks. Granted, we were into, like, our third-string quarterback cornerbacks, I think, at one point. Um, Jalen Mills, back to his old tricks at one point, getting a pass interference in the end zone. Um, although I, I don't really know what else he could have done on that play because if he doesn't grab him in the end zone, I think he that guy makes the catch anyway um i mean whatever
0: it, it was the same re, same result same result yeah anyway, same result so.
1: um but you know but that those are the sorts of things that i've come to expe- expect from from them uh i do th- like mills better as a safety than a corner because you see a little less yeah. of that uh yeah. and he also is better you know coming into the box and playing run defense although there were some missed tackles uh from and getting into the uh, second level. Mixon's a good running back, though. He's he's a guy that's shifty and 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 breaks a lot of tackles. So,
0: no, I think I, I mean I think the story of this game is is poor offense, um, poor execution, missed opportunities, and undisciplined penalties. Um, you know, I, none more glaring than than at the end of a a ten minute overtime with no scoring in it. I just it's just crazy to me. Well,
1: you you get, you've done all of this, you finally put yourself in a position where you can kick what is far from a gimme field goal. It was right on the very edge of 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 the range and I mean it was going to be a, what a 58 yarder? 56 or 58, yeah, it was going it was going to be it was going to be a long field goal. And to take a penalty there, you know, to take a 5-yard what was it actually like a uh, a it was false a, start? It was a false start. It was a five-yard penalty. To take a false yeah. start there, y- y- that's the one Like you, the one thing you can't do is move. You have got to stand absolute. I just don't get so it.
0: Wait, so wait, they were lined up to kick the field goal, right? Yeah. And yeah, it was were. a false start on the field goal. Exactly.
1: Yeah, because yeah, at first I, I thought they get, were trying to ice the kicker.
0: <clears throat> I just don't get Explain this to me. Uh, with 19, 19 seconds left. Uh, why don't you just try to kick the 64-yarder? Like, fuck it. I mean, it's kicked a 63-yarder before, right? Right. So, I mean, it's three feet.
1: Well, I, I mean, I, I guess logic it, it dictates that if we miss this, there's enough time on the clock that they can run one play with okay. their timeouts and then kick a field goal of their own. But honestly, okay. you know what I'm saying? You, is like you, you have You've no, been owning them on D. And, and you have no chance to win the game if you punt. You have no, you have zero chance to win the game. You are you are electing by punting. You are electing to accept the time. It
0: could be it could be like a seminal moment in the the Eagles' season where it's like you know Jake Elliott goes out, kicks six for a field goal, saves the season, turns it around. Right. Well, they use it as a momentum builder because that happened in 2017. <laughs> like. Yeah. So Doug, what I, I've never seen like it, it's weird for me for Doug to say that like. He said, "Oh, we're on the. It was right on the edge of Jake Elliott's range.
1: Well, if it's on the okay. edge, then then you should try it. Th- I, that's the thing. Is like I don't I don't see like accepting the tie to me is worse than like playing, like trying that field goal and missing it and then losing.
0: Or hell, just try to go for it on fourth down. Right. I mean that's an option too. I mean if you think you have a better chance of." You know, getting the the first down than a than a field goal, then fine, do that or do a fake right. field goal or so. I I just want to try to win the game, right? And I, you know, Doug does ultra aggressive things during the game sometimes that I question whether you should have played it more conservative. But yeah, you're right. The option is definitely not going to win, or at least have a chance of winning. I I want them. To, but you you know when you look at the when you look at the landscape of the NFC East, it could be like a crazy as a fox move to say I'm just going to take the tie here because yeah now I'm a half game out of first place right you know, who the, who
1: the yeah hell? I mean I think
0: the problem is is though these ga- the, these are the games that you have to win like right. the, like the Bengals you have to win because. The next three weeks, it's Niners, Steelers, Ravens, and then you get to the Giants, which, you know, who the hell knows if, you know, Wentz is going to get out by Daniel Jones or not. Uh, but that's the next winnable game. So you may be 0-5-1, like you said, by the time you get to that point. And, and that's then- the thing is,
1: like, you, you have to remember that, like, yes, um, you know, we all in the division are going to play a very similar schedule. and And – as much as we're saying, like, well, you know, we still have the Giants, and we still have another game against Washington. Well, guess what? You know what they're saying? We still have a game against the Eagles, because we look <laughs> like we look like the ball. You know, the games that that are being teed up for for. Uh, and I almost called them the that horrible racist name. Uh, we look like we're being teed up for for Washington to, to to make a run at a division. We we look we're being teed up for, for the Giants, although they're own three. Um, you know, if they can right the ship. I mean, yeah, the Giants are saying, "Well, hey, at
0: least we have two games against the Eagles, right?" right. So at least saying.
1: we, right? Nobody is looking at us and being like, "Ooh, tough one."
0: They're lucky that there's no fans in the stands.
1: Oh, can you imagine after that second interception, the the sounds that you would have heard? Part of me, and I this is a this is a strange thing to think. Part of me is is sort of like, if only the fans were there. They wouldn't be able to ignore how angry we all are. You know, to a certain degree, like, you can go in the locker room, you, you know, you don't have to hear it. Right. There's nobody, there's nobody there. It's completely insular. I don't imagine that Jeff Lurie and Howie Roseman are going to put on Angelo Gattaldi first thing tomorrow morning. Uh, not unless they... <laughs> I mean, Doug's going to go on. He He's going to go on because he has to, because it's his contract, I guess, but... Mm. You know the people that are actually writing checks. I I, I don't think that they're gonna they're gonna want to listen any of that stuff. I don't think they care. Or they care. I don't think that they want to hear our hand wringing.
0: Yeah, and I don't know. Watching the Eagles takes up a large portion of your of your Sunday. And a, yeah, to see I mean, this like product it, it, and this result on this afternoon when you know you know we as a people we don't have a lot going on right now <laughs> as far as you know being able to do what we want to do and there's a lot of uh you know we need this we need this we need these sports like we we need our teams right now we need the escapism and and, and the respite that it offers uh from everything that's going on with the country and everything right now and and to just to, to escape into this, it's like, wow, shit, I might as well watch the news. Right. <laughs> I, I mean, why did I do this? And right. And then you're flipping back and forth to the Phillies – and it's just like, well, should I be miserable or should I be fucking miserable?
1: <laughs> how how high can my blood pressure get? Let's let's f- try. Let's see if I can do it with by flipping back and forth quickly between these two games.
0: And Thank- I'm actually starting to get pretty apathetic about the Eagles uh, right now because I don't know. I, I don't. I didn't really have all these super high. Expectations for them.
1: It was hard to have any expectations. We weren't really sure what we were getting. Yeah, and just to see
0: them being bad. um, Okay, I mean, okay, the the team's bad right now. Okay, so what do we got to do to fix it? I I don't know that it can be fixed mid season. I don't. I don't think you know Alshon Jeffrey's going to come back, and you know Deshaun Jackson's going to come back, and these guys are going to be. The the high caliber players that they have been in the past, and and you know, Wentz is just, oh gosh, he's making he's making Zach Ertz like really work for these five yard passes. Yeah, I mean he's he's going to get someone killed. I, I I just don't really have. I, I'm si- I'm starting to put to where the where the our football team is not that good. Pajamas,
1: and you know what? To a certain degree, I, I can, I can sort of accept that. Um, we've had bad football teams. We've had a lot of bad football teams. So, well,
0: I mean, we have had them. Uh, you, you shouldn't be as comfortable with the Eagles losing as you are with the Phillies losing. Well, that's true, because, dear God, we've we've gone through enough seasons of the Phillies losing to to, to definitely know how to handle that. Um, but I, okay, so let's just wrap up the Eagles because we do need to talk about the Phillies. And oh man, this is where I'm really like want to sink my teeth into my my anger, my anger zone. <laughs> I'm almost like so angry with the Phillies that I'm not going to yell. <laughs> right. I'm going to do that thing where I take it. Take it down and slow. Yeah. The thing that I'm so
1: angry. That what you you do with your children when you want to terrify them rather than just upset them.
0: (laughs) I I want you to hear me when I talk about the Phillies, so I'm gonna talk lower than normal. Yeah. So you have to pay really close attention.
1: I'm gonna lean in. Yeah, but, but that'll uh, be like
0: Klentek. <laughs> go nuts. But, and but explode. All but, right. So but, any but,
1: any final thoughts? But he, on the, on here's the, the thing with the Eagles. I, I yeah. think that there's the thing? I think I'm that even. there is a a point now, especially looking at what's coming down the road, where we just have to accept that um, we're looking for different uh, mileposts or mile markers or benchmarks for the season. Um, I don't I don't think it's it's at any there's any reason to be like oh I think we're going to make the playoffs at this point. I think that that's not something to to consider important. I think what we need to do is look like right now. I'm I want to see a good drive. I want to see a good offensive drive. I want to see a good balance between the pass and the and and the rush. I want to see us work in some maybe some younger offensive linemen. Maybe try them at some positions and see if they can perform and and make progress. Uh, if that's a guy like Milada, great. You know, because now I'm going to be okay with. A bad record but I, I want to see us have a bad record uh, with it being an investment in the future I, I don't need to see 10 games of Jordan of of Jason Peters getting turn styled I, I don't need to see um I, I honestly don't need to see Deshaun Jackson try and run and catch bombs right now like none of that none of that does anything for the future of this franchise I, you know Here's what, I just want to get I just want to watch Carson play not turn the ball over um,
0: you know, and have a two touchdown game. How about that? How about just three hundred yards passing, two touchdowns, no turnovers, no interceptions, no fumbles, and we have a good run pass balance. And right. then if we win, we win. If we lose, we lose. But whatever, we played a clean game. Uh, there wasn't anything too crazy. We weren't like up and down. It was just, it was just a football game. Like I just want to watch like a normal football game without any, like, weird shit going on. Like, you know how, like, when your football team's good and, <clears throat> you know, you want to have, like, people over and you, you know, put out the chips and the dip and you got, like, your jersey or whatever and you get, like, all ready and there's all this, like, excitement for the game. I'm at the point now, though, where it's just like, whatever, I'm just leaving my pajamas on I'm going to have bowl cereal and watch the Eagles. Right. That's what the Eagles have done to me now. Yeah. So they need to give me – Something to hold on to, something to build off of, and you know you're playing the Niners, like you said, backup quarterbacks. Right, they're still without.
1: I, I think I think that that's Maybe. still a thing.
0: So just put together something that resembles a competent football team, right? And I I get like you almost won the game today, and there were portions of the game where you were winning, but it's the, at ne, at no time during the game did I ever say we're gonna win this football game.
1: No. And at this point, I don't know that I'm ever... I'm certainly not going to to go into any game this season and feel like I am the superior team going in. Like that I am rooting for a team that's going to bash... No, not even the Giants. ...bash anybody. No. I think that we're on about par with the Giants. The only thing that separates us and them is that their franchise running back has got an ACL. And ours better stay healthy.
0: (laughs) And... If the Cowboys don't win this division by four games, it's pretty pretty embarrassing,
1: right? I mean, that's the only thing is to start uh, to, to hope that somehow <laughs> Dallas just manages to throw up all over itself as well. You know what I mean? I, I mean, do what's th- wrong with that team? I, I honestly have no idea. Right, no whatever. idea. I am looking right. forward to those games, though, if we can manage to win so, one of them. Yeah. yeah. If we win two games and it's both against Dallas, successful season as far as I'm concerned. <laughs>
0: Um, all right. So the Phillies going into today. Uh, needed, can, can we just back to...
1: up to a conversation <laughs> that you and I had not on the show last week, but maybe even earlier than even the show last week. I think at one point we had kind of talked about the fact that we needed to have them get to 32 or 33 wins. And you know what? It, it wasn't at the time we had a, that conversation. It wasn't like we had to run the table to do that. I think we needed to win like six of nine. Or something, which was right. an aggressive number, but if you want to make the playoffs, if you can't win six or nine games, and you know what the the, the sad, sad, sad thing is? They didn't need to win that many games.
0: What did they, they have to get to, 29?
1: They had to get to 29. They had to get to 29. We were 28 and 32? We were 28 and 32. They didn't even have to get to 500. 500 would have gotten you the playoffs.
0: And four of those games were against the Nationals, who are terrible this year.
1: Right. Who had
0: we we had also sort of owned. <laughs> but I had been I had been concerned about this Rays series.
1: Rightly so. Uh, all the Ra- the Rays all two-
0: season. All yeah. season, because I kept going, Oh, we haven't played the Rays yet. We haven't played the Rays yet. Oh shit, it's the last three games. And something is gonna happen it's gonna something is gonna come down to those last three games. And it's really unfortunate that we're gonna be playing the Rays in Tampa uh during that time. Yep. It, God damn it. I was right. But I really don't think I think the opponent was irrelevant.
1: It really was. It absolutely was because you shouldn't have been in the position that you were in and the, the yeah, so, so going into
0: today, the, the Phillies needed to win. So going into the Tampa series, I, I, evidently all they needed to do is win one game and they got swept. Uh, but going into today, they needed to win their game. Uh, the San Francisco Giants had to lose their game and the Milwaukee Brewers had to lose their game. So it was like a three a three team miracle needed to happen and everybody participated except for the Phillies who just in an absolutely gutless effort can't put one fucking run on the board in a, in a must win game to save your season. We can't get a run. We get shut out a game. We got to win. We get shut out your seasons on the line. You put a donut on the board. Come on, man! That's some gutless stuff. That's some like raising the white flag nonsense,
1: right? I mean, and like Joe Girardi sits there and he's probably. Well, it's not for lack of effort. No runs is a lack of effort, in my book. I mean, oh, there's a I, lot of strikeouts today. A lot of strikeouts today. A lot and of strikeouts it, in a a big spots. It's
0: a tough lefty matchup, but I mean,
1: but you've yeah. put yourself in this position. Step up. Especially considering the offense has been the thing that sort of worked. You know what I mean?
0: You look back at an entire season of wasted opportunities. A 60-game season full of four-run leads that have been squandered, three-run leads that have been squared, ninth-inning games that have been squandered away. I mean that the the Blue Jays series mm-hmm. in August, some of those Braves games. What was the the the, the Segura pop up game? Right. Uh I mean to look back to to sit here now and, and Washington know what we this week now, and
1: Washington this week.
0: Yeah, <laughs> to know what we know now, and say any one any one of those games flips the other way we'd be ready to get swept by the Dodgers. <laughs> <laughs> so as painful as this is, um, and as frustrating as it may, may, may seem right now, um, is it all for the best? <sighs> I, yeah, I, cause I asked this question earlier in the week. Do you want to backdoor your way into the playoffs today with two teams losing and you winning um, to go face the Dodgers? the best team in baseball um, without Nolan Wheeler, because you had to pitch them these last two games to try to get into the playoffs. So right. you probably have a uh, Eflin Velasquez. Um, I, don't Bullpen. Who, <laughs> I, I don't know. Medina. Yeah. I don't know who, who's pitching the other game. Um, so, you know, hope was all lost at this point when you couldn't even set up the, the rotation.
1: I mean, not that long ago, we were talking about a conversation of maybe like, oh, maybe we shouldn't pass the Marlins because the the Cubs matchup would be more beneficial to us. But we we, we made a mess of that. I mean, the Florida Marlins are going to be in the playoffs, (laughs) you know?
0: Yeah, they're not going to be in it for long, but they'll be in it. Um,
1: But that payroll is what compared to ours? You know, like minuscule.
0: I so couldn't even tell you what guy.
1: 7th the highest
0: payroll uh in baseball. And they have the what the
1: um, I guess we're the seven and we're what the 17th best team. You know, we weren't even the first team to miss the playoffs.
0: Right? That the Giants would be the right? Right. The first team to miss the playoffs. <clears throat> uh let's see. Yeah,
1: cuz I guess the Brewers got in.
0: Yeah, the Brewers got in. Giants were the first to miss. Yeah, because Gabe uh,
1: Kapler was managed to to be, I mean, they could have put us away yesterday and they couldn't do it.
0: Yeah, so in the National League, uh, let's see, the Pirates are terrible. Um, wow, We the Pirates are the only team. So Pirates, Nationals, Mets, <sighs> Diamondbacks, Rockies. They're the only teams that uh, we finished ahead of, ahead of, um, in standings. And you have the seventh highest payroll in baseball. Uh, and that's what you're getting. That's the ROI. <laughs> that's the return on investment. And how
1: much of that payroll is tied up in bad bullpen arms?
0: Well, Too I, much. Not, not enough.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. Like, and here's your, here's the situation. Here's the reality of the situation. <clears throat> to bring back JT Realmuto, to bring back Gene Segura, you're going to actually have to pay more than what you paid this year to bring back the same fucking team that didn't make the playoffs. So, I mean, what
1: do you do? What are you gonna do? I mean, would you would you would you bring back both DD Gregorius and JT Romeuto?
0: Well, here's the. Like, I just don't know what the alternative is. I don't know if that's the 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 answer. I I would have to. I, I mean, I I gotta, I need. Well, here's the. Th- <laughs> I need a new GM to tell me what to do, <laughs> right. Because so, there, somebody has numbered. to, somebody
1: has to like be be held accountable for Gene,
0: this. Gene, if you and I are talking next week, and Matt Clentak is still the general manager of the Phillies, I, I'm going to lose my mind on this show. The Angels already fired their guy, so yeah.
1: Hello, the, we're not. So, we wouldn't even be not, first. So not only
0: that, to do that, now you got to pay. You got to pay out the rest of his contract, and then you got to sign a new GM. So you know, I, there's a lot of money. Uh, being tossed around here. I don't, It's not mine. I don't care. But there's a lot more money being added here, especially in a year that you didn't quite get all the revenue that you were anticipating receiving this year from gates and stadiums and all that other
1: nonsense. Yeah. I mean, and like, the you, you sheer got
0: your number of games played and being televised.
1: You got literally no revenue from the gate. I don't think they charged those pandemic guys nearly enough money. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I'm actually, go. actually, you lost money on those guys because you kept feeding them. I'm almost kind of happy that the, the,
0: the season is over with the pandemic crew. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> the air horns, it's too, it's 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 actually starting to detract from my enjoyment of the game.
1: You think yeah. that they should have like found a way to like you know blend that more into the background? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I just think you just don't use it for every little thing that happens. You
1: yeah, it starts hour. to get annoying.
0: Um but yeah, so I mean Klintak's gotta go. W- would you think that all right, let's say you lose JT Romuto and, and Gene Segura, right? So you'll you'll have a you'll have a lineup that looks something like uh McCutcheon, Segura, Hoskins, Harper, Boom, uh, Bruce, Knapp, Kingery, Quinn. Right? So no JT, no Didi. Right. Now, a lot of RBI. That somehow gets parlayed into a more solid bullpen with a more competent general manager steering the ship. Um, would that result in more wins?
1: I mean, you you would have to be given some sort of guarantee that you get Andrew Knapp of the last three weeks and not Andrew Knapp probable backup catcher. You know, what I mean I uh, it's hard to tell what his numbers project out to over a full season. And I think that that's an important thing because you you lose DD and you lose JT, that is a lot of your production. That is a lot of runs, both in home runs and RBIs and extra base hits that just just aren't there. I mean, that's a big chunk of the middle of your lineup. Um, that's a your right-handed power bet and one of your left-handed power bets. Um, you would have to go out, I think, and you'd have to bring in but the thing is like those two are also probably the top amongst the certainly JT is the top catcher that's going to be available. DD is probably one of the top 3 shortstops that would be available. So, it's not even like you would have some place that you can go and you know, replace them with somebody who's better, you know, use that money against a better position player. So, you'd have to no, invest heavily in it's, pitching.
0: But you, but we're talking about balancing the team. Like right okay. now, everyone's like, "Oh, well, the Phillies are great. If they just had a bullpen, well, it's like, okay, you have a two-legged table, which doesn't really work. So <clears throat> you 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 have to shore up. You have to even the legs of the table. You need starting pitching, bat, you know, offense and relief pitching. So we need all three legs of the table to be the same in length. I mean, of course, we want them to be as long as possible, but you know." Right now, you got a two-legged table. And that's why it fell over. So, <clears throat> you know, if if that money got turned into bullpen steadiness, w- would that turn out a better product?
1: I mean, three more wins would have would have gotten you in the playoffs in this season. Um, yeah, not next season. I don't know that over 162 games, three more wins get you into the playoffs. Uh, you do need to. F- to fix the bullpen, in some way, do you need to all of JT's salary and all of DD's salary fix the bullpen? Uh-uh. You better no, get. I to, mean, you, you better do, get. You need. You do need to get players. Yeah. To, to, do the, to But are those? Up. Are those? This is the other question, though. Is are those players available to spend that money on? You know what I mean. Like, if there aren't bullpen arms out there that can actually improve the team, you 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 can't. Weaken your team in the hopes that maybe some. I think that Matt Klentak thought that he had spent money improving the bullpen over the uh, last season. Well, Klentak doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. <laughs> no, you're right. Uh, at, at least regarding
0: a bullpen. Uh, so he it would need to be somebody other than him making that decision. And
1: and the this the thing is, I, I don't. I I I'd love to say it was something to do with the manager, but literally, I I can't say that Girardi didn't try. He everybody he threw out there in every situation failed. Like it wasn't just one guy was was bad and he kept work you know running him out there. I mean he tried naris closing. He tried Workman closing. He tried every minor leaguer that had any potential to come in and try and and get outs. There wasn't I, there what two guys maybe you would even keep yeah, out of this mess. I mean, mess? we had
0: Workman, naris Phelps, Hembry, Hale. I mean, all these guys. Um. I honestly think that the only one
1: that I would keep. Who who was it? Brogdon? Brogdon, I thought at least had a ball that was alive.
0: Yeah. I liked Brogdon. Jojo Romero had moments during the year, but it did not look like he had sustainability.
1: No, he doesn't have, he doesn't have like. <clears throat> any kind of control that would work over seven months. Uh, Blake Parker? Yeah, isn't he one, the one they tried as like a like an opener? Yeah, and I thought that that – well, I don't know. That, did they ever try that? Well, they had a couple <laughs> of those bullpen games where they had – I thought it was Parker that came <clears throat> out and did like – I, Two innings. I kind of
0: thought that that's what we should have done during the season when we sort of identified this issue with the bullpen was see if we can somehow clip three innings at the start of the game uh, with the bullpen and,
1: and then bring then in bring a starter. Our,
0: then bring a starter in, uh, you know, to start like the third inning. Well, and especially see if we can have the starter finish the game.
1: Yeah, especially um, considering you don't have you, you didn't have to worry about replacing the pitcher in the batting order. Right. Which right, was, which right, I think right. was a and very to, key thing.
0: And always know that you had that offense. So even after, I would much rather see them claw back after three than surrender it after eight. Right. Or after seven. I mean, do you um, think that
1: that's something to do with you have a, a guy like Nola and Wheeler who are starting pitchers and they're going to go like, no, 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 no. I'm not coming into games down four runs. That's not going to be my that's not going to be my season where I'm coming in down huh? four runs, and I and I don't know what the answer is. You know, now what you're I
0: mean? golfing, right? So good for you. So I don't know if I don't know if Girardi ever had that
1: conversation. We may never know. Certainly, uh, maybe I, on the days that Wheeler and Nola were not pitching, there was no better option than to try and do something like that.
0: I I just say, you know? Did if you say like, well, I think you know, do I think Girardi did everything that he could have? I think that's an option that he maybe could have explored that we didn't see explored. And I, it, I don't know, I get, I get what you're saying. There's egos and old school mentality and play a little bit, and it would have been something different and very, very Kepler ask to to try to do. But at um, least I, 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 I would have at least liked to have seen it tried. Um. So, yeah, and then you're also looking at a rotation of next year of Nola, Wheeler. Howard. uh, No Arietta. So,
1: Eflin. If there was anyone who sort of earned another go at it, I would say it was Eflin. I'm done with the Vinny experiment. Thank you for... Your, or, your effort the last couple of games, but I mean, do you want? Do you believe that that's the guy, or do you believe that all of the other things that we've seen from him are really what he is?
0: Oh yeah, no, 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 I don't believe that he's the guy, but I believe he is like, in the rotation at this point, when right. you talk about like, well, okay, well, let's say we don't add anything, this is what we have right now, and it's Nola Wheeler Eflin, Howard Velasquez Right. I mean, who else, unless you want to say Medina or something like that, uh, but I Maybe I love what I saw from him, although I think it may be there may be future,
1: <clears throat> a future attempt with that. So, yeah. But I mean, you've sort of emptied your 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 uh, you, you sort of pulled Howard and, and Bohm up and Boehm has been excellent. I'm glad that he is on the big squad. Um
0: yeah, the farm system's empty. It's not But there's but it's not like, Plentac you know, did like a terrible job stocking that. Like last year uh, we had
1: we we were saying like, you know, we don't have to add XYZ because we have Boehm coming. We have Spencer Howard. Well, they're here now and 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 I don't know what's what's behind them that's going to add. I mean, even Moniak
0: is up now. So, right. there's nothing left. Right. And he's not good.
1: No, he's not good.
0: <laughs> At least right now he's not good. I mean, he's young, he's super young. Yeah. Still, so but you know he didn't
1: he didn't show up and like light the world on fire. He he's young, but he's also been in the system for a while. This is not a a high school guy. Yeah, he came out at eighteen or whatever.
0: Right, so he's a high school guy. So you know it's different than when you draft like college guys. Uh, You know, like we're seeing from you know the White Sox bringing up these starting pitchers that pitched all through college.
1: Um, Although I think that they're like centerpiece of that like chicago suddenly like resurgence isn't that kid like 19 or 20 that fireballer that they've got now the guy that hits like 104
0: i I think he's well i think he was he was a college guy so he may either be 20 or 21
1: but he's young too so clintac uh
0: he he gene are you stupid
1: uh, about a lot of things. Are you an idiot? Uh, I wouldn't consider myself on the idiot scale, though, no. All right. Uh, why
0: does Matt Klintak think you're an idiot?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I do this ask myself quote, that day three times a day. <laughs> this quote
0: about JT, Romito, uh it kills me that you think you can just say this shit and it, All right. So when asked about JT Romuto, Clintax uh, said this week, um, or maybe it was last week. It was about a week ago. Uh, we would love to have JT, but when you make that trade, you're trading for two years of control and you know that. So Sixto looked really good against us. He's looked good this year, but we've had two very productive years with JT as well. <laughs> I just don't know what to say to, say to that. And if I... <laughs> I mean, as the owner of the team, are you okay with him
1: saying that? Uh, I wouldn't be.
0: I I, would you got to have the conversation that the plan to trade the crown jewel of your farm system is that we're going to sign this guy long-term. And you couldn't do it. And not only could you not do it, you agitate the guy in arbitration. You just should have got the fucking deal done. You should have got it done. He's going to be a Met.
1: You're going to see him 18 times a year. Oh, and you're going to see Sixto probably four times a year too. And,
0: and this is going to haunt this organization for a decade.
1: Yeah. Not only do you, you 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 flub the whole thing, but now both both players are gonna are gonna haunt you. And maybe we can
0: hope that Sixto does not pan out to be what his potential is reading right now. He looks real, um, real good though. Yeah, and uh, you know JT is going to have added longevity if he, especially um, you know, if he signs with the Mets, it's going to be this DH added longevity to his career uh, that's just going to frustrate us even more so th- and if mean, there's
1: one team that's going to come into this free agency that is going to be like who who has any idea of who's going to come with any sort of money if there's one team that's going to attempt to make some sort of a splash it's going to be this new met conglomeration ownership of uh, you know something that was put it seems like something that was put together on shark tank um it's a bunch of like former athletes that, that they're going to be like yeah let's go get a, a big name free agency and I, I don't know who's going to be bigger than the best catcher in baseball who you know all he had to do was go out and, and put up numbers and he did he did he ch- tried his his hell or tried like hell to to win some games in the middle of the season on his own he had a he had a rough time at the end of the season but he was not 100% and I, I will say that
0: ownership ownership probably did um everything they could to you know show that they wanted him to, they want him to stay uh I believe the fan base uh definitely did everything they could uh, to show him that we want him to stay and how much we appreciate you know his efforts here in Philadelphia
1: his teammates uh, I think have shown him how much they like playing with him um, I agree. If you I ever agree. listen to any of the other players, Bryce Harper, any of the pitchers talk about him, um, they don't just be like, oh, yeah, no, nah, he's great. They they go out of their way to be effusive in their praise of him as a player and as a teammate.
0: But this management group of this team is god-awful, and we've had god-awful team management uh, from the GM level uh, for the Phillies Ah, uh, for about a decade, about a decade now. And uh, honestly, I'm, i uh, like, what, what have you gotten out of this group that makes, that makes you so enamored that you want to keep the, the, this GM? He should have been gone last year.
1: You know, I, I, for some reason, I feel like he sort of thinks of himself as the guy that brought Bryce Harper. But uh, from everything that I've heard Bryce Harper himself say. It was a lot more to do with John Middleton and how much effort he put in going out there getting that deal done than Matt Klintak, and that and that's just listening to kind of what, what Bryce Harper said when he was brought in. That's about the only thing that you could say under Klintak's tenure um, that would be like a you know a big needle moving move that he hasn't completely flubbed yet.
0: Right, but it's like the thing that fell into his lap kind of kind of like when Ruben Amaro was here and the whole Roy Halliday but you know, like you got to remember to make room for Roy Halliday, you totally fucked up a Cliff Lee trade that you didn't need to make which was epically hor- an epically horrible trade. Um But just poor, like just such poor general management uh, in this city. It's just disgusting. I'm just so sick of it. And I don't know, like, if you're so enamored with Matt Clentac, what makes you, what makes the fan base here any more confident with your next selection?
1: And why? (laughs) I mean, the amazing thing is not only have we gotten the joy of watching Matt Clentac sort of build this roster in his own image you know however he feels that that baseball gets won and you know nowadays um but we get to hear former general manager uh his predecessor uh you know like four nights a week talk about uh the play on the field so it's like we cannot escape this ineptitude it's it's like it haunts us it's like it it hangs on us like a specter you know what i mean you 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 get to you know why don't they have a a, an Ed Wade and, and Ruben Amaro show, uh, moderated by, I, I, you know, Matt Klementag. We'll have him moderate it, and we can just call it the GMs. It's 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 and it's enormously frustrating when you see teams like Tampa Bay, you see teams like the Marlins, you see teams that are not trying to spend money, but where they do get it right is they're able to scout. They are able to draft. They are able to develop. And if the Phillies are not going to be able to draw in players on the major league level and identify talent that is already in the major leagues through free agency and um, uh, through trades, then you have got to figure out a way to find better scouts and, and, better people that are drafting and, and get better coaches in your lower levels to actually develop some assets that can play for this major league team in the future. Because if you can't get it by, you know, going out in the offseason, then you better grow it. But the Phillies have never done that. They've never done that. And the one time they did, what happens? They won the goddamn World Series. Go figure. I just think we're, so, we're really
0: far away. I think we're far. It's this is not a couple of guys situation. I think it's a couple of guys away from being a couple of guys
1: away. So I mean, and- in, the, in the end, what what do you do? What do you do if you were handed the keys to the car tomorrow, and you've got to make the call on on the on JT Romuto and Didi Gregorius, and just in the, in general in, in the off season, what do you what do you focus your energy on
0: do you so i'm more i'm more focused on jt than i am dd i would probably i think i would probably have to let dd walk um i would make an offer to jt uh to make him the highest paid catcher in baseball i don't know that that's enough to get it done
1: no he wants Um, to basically reset the table for what catchers can make
0: which I'm almost
1: fine doing at this point. Because if there is the ever theory. a guy to do it, it, is this is the guy.
0: But because of the DH, it, it gives you that flexibility to be able to do that. So I, right. I may be comfortable with that. I, I, I'd probably go all in on on JT. Um,
1: do you? Are you weighing into the factor that you're trying to not, like, stick the thumb in your fan base's eye by bringing back?
0: Yeah, yeah, and I and I gotta I gotta make that trade worth it. You have to. Or else you're an idiot. So you have to go all in on JT. You got to get that done. You have to have to have to get that done. But outside of that, I don't know what to do because I don't I don't know I'm not a MLB general manager, but you have to fix the bullpen. You have to fix it. And it's I don't I don't know where you get them from. I don't know if you pull them up off a scrap heap or find them in the in the farm system or whatever, but you have got to get some level of professional consistency. You you cannot have the modern era's worst bullpen ever. I I, like, it's just not, not, it's just not an acceptable thing. And I I don't know why these guys come in here and have career worst years. I don't know what that was about. Um, and I don't. I, I would have to dig or d- dig in deeper to the advanced metrics to see if it was like bad luck. Uh, yeah, but I don't. I don't see that. It doesn't There's seem
1: a- like bad luck. I mean, you don't. You don't have. It's. It's not that consistent when it's bad luck. You know what I mean? Like, right, if it had gotten right, to a point where we all knew if we went into the eighth inning with a three run lead, it was not like oh, you know, that should be. This should be fine. It was. It's not enough. It's not enough. It was literally never enough. There was no lead for this team that was ever safe. We saw them blow enormous leads. Enormous leads. So, all right, well, let's let's talk
0: about some <coughs> some older names here. Do you think Sir Anthony Dominguez will be back next season?
1: Oh, I totally forgot that he was still on the team. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he. I assume he's still under contract, and he has been on the shelf with that with the surgery. Didn't pitch at all this year. I I think that he certainly comes back. I I have no idea what oh, did he get the surgery finally. I think he did finally get the surgery. Yeah, it yeah, was so w- way later he, than we uh, thought. Um, what happened to Jose Alvarez? I have no idea. I he, mean, he he, he took been, like the he like took wasn't he the one that like took the ball to the junk and disappeared? He's been on the DL. So you got. David
0: Robertson Jose Alvarez I have no hope Grantham for David Robertson
1: i I think that that's that's a lost cause
0: yeah his contract may be over at this point um you got naris again Tommy Hunter Tommy Hunter was actually not the worst no but I mean they and, oh, and, it I'm, may be fixable. It may be fixable and it may be like inexpensive to fix it. But no matter what, we need a GM that's going to be able to solve that problem. I, absolutely. And the offense is just I mean it's just the offense. You know, you, you listen to Girardi today and it's like, "Wow, well, it would have been nice to have a healthy Reese Hoskins, Jay Bruce, JT Realmuto, um yeah, I guess it would have, but we didn't, so we don't, and now we're not in the playoffs. <laughs> but you know. but the
1: thing is, we, we there were stretches of this season where we had those things, and we were losing games.
0: But we were losing games because of the bullpen. Right,
1: right, right. right. But what I'm saying is, this was a 60-game season, which meant, like, you had to play these games with a, a lot more sense of urgency than I feel like both the uh, some of the players on the field did and and maybe maybe Klintak should have moved earlier when they saw the pro I mean we knew going into this this bullpen was a problem and when it caught fire early rather than um, try and put it out it's almost like they they just kept uh, fanning the flames until it got too too hot and you know they tried they traded for more gasoline yeah yeah that's what they did
0: I got a terrible fire what do you got well we got logs (laughs) alright what do you want for them maybe I can smother this fire with some logs all
1: I can give you is money
0: (laughs) I mean Jesus God what an infuriating year uh well let's end on like a happier conversation sure uh do you want to do a little post,
1: post-season uh, predictions? Sure. Yeah. I mean, I don't know exactly. I, I, I love to tell you that I've, I know all 18 or 16 teams that are in it and, and what format they're they're going up against each other. But I was just... I, sort of I have all that information because oh, good. I have a computer. Right. I, I have a computer too. I'm I'm watching you on it. <laughs>
0: <Okay>. <laughs> I have two computers. Well, I have one computer with two screens. Um, okay. So... Dodgers, Brewers, and uh, uh, Padres, Cardinals—they're sort of in the upper right portion of the bracket. Who do you see coming out of that four-team field? The
1: Dodgers. I feel like see, the Dodgers are 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 as advertised, and I, I feel like they they come out of that cluster. I know, but they never win. Uh, but it's, they they don't win the World Series. They they get out of the National League. Uh, if there's if there's a team that's going to challenge them, it's the Padres. The Padres have yeah. have, have I a great really, I really great want offense. to see the Padres.
0: Yeah. The, I really want to see the Padres. Padres have a well. great offense. Um Yeah. I'm I'm sad that they're gonna face the Dodgers so early. Yeah. Um because I want to see more Padres in the postseason. Like they're kind of my like a number one team I want to follow. Right. Uh so I'll try to watch as many Padres games as I can. Hopefully they're on late. Mm-hmm. Um, so they don't get in the way of some other stuff. Um, okay. So you're saying Dodgers. I'll say Padres. Okay. And All then right. the uh, the other side of the NL is Cubs, Marlins, Braves, Car- uh, Reds.
1: Ooh. That's some interesting teams there. I, I mean, I, I'd say that your, your odds on favorite is probably the Braves. But, um, you know –
0: I don't think I would count out. I feel like the Braves are like one of those teams that's built for regular season baseball. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I'll tell you, I would not count out that scrappy little squad from Miami. The the one really? thing that the one thing that we know about the Miami Marlins is they've never lost a postseason series. When they <laughs> get there, they deliver. I think we're going to
0: see. Uh, I think I would love to see the Reds. Um, Make some moves. They got some. The Reds. The Reds have I another like. good
1: lineup. They have another good lineup. They. That's a team yeah. they can hit when it gets I, going. I think on. the
0: Reds are going to upset the Braves, but I think the Cubs are going to take care of business. So, so I think gonna you're going to see Braves. an NLCS of uh, of uh, Cubs Padres.
1: That would be a great NLCS. There's some really great offensive players on both those squads.
0: Yeah, <clears throat> and then move over to the uh, to the American League. Uh, Rays Jays. Ooh,
1: man! First round.
0: That's our, yeah, that's our uh, our last two World Series opponents.
1: Damn. Um, I think the the Rays have looked really good this week, so I think they they beat the I think they beat the,
0: the Rays team. are the the Rays do look good. I, I, that's another team though that I look at and go, you're a regular season team. Um, and then Indians, Yanks.
1: Yankees have had a real hot stretch. Um yeah, know, once I, they got healthy, yeah, I don't I don't love their their pitching staff, but um I think they've got enough. They have just so much pure offense that um I don't know, I think that they can take care of the Indians. The Indians have a great uh, they have a great starter in and Bieber though. I think Bieber could yeah, completely close the Yankees down for a game. I don't know if, if if there's a way that Bieber could pitch twice in that series. I don't know how you could make that <laughs> it's happen. A great in three game games. series, right? But um, yeah, I mean, like if there was a way that he ends up in a, he, I think he's going to win that his game. So if 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 somehow the Indians can can steal, I don't know. It's crazy how much that starter is going to make a difference. We'll we'll see. But I think the Yankees, if a gun to my head, I'd say the Yankees win that series. All
0: right. So and then well, I think the Yankees are going to come out of that four team. Um, Cluster. Bracket. Yeah, that makes and sense. And then the and then the other side of it actually is is really fun. It, this is a fun section of the this I would want to watch all of these games. Twins Astros. Oh nice. And A's White Sox.
1: Yeah, that is a fun grouping.
0: It's yeah, a fun grouping. Yeah, and we all know the A's are not coming out of that
1: group. No. No. <laughs> no. Mm-mm. No way.
0: As much as we might want them to, especially right. with Matt Chapman like done for the year, I know. <clears throat> uh, I would love to see the.
1: I would love to see a White Sox, Twins. Oh, I, I was going to say. I, if honestly, I think it, it, the Twins come out of that side. I honestly think the Twins. Wow, really? Yeah, that offense is stellar. That I'm just, at
0: anyone but Houston out of that. You, oh yeah, but that I'm that like that too, Minnesota
1: team can mash. Yeah, they, they can. can hit so many home runs. Um. Yeah, no, I think that, that I I honestly think Minnesota Minnesota Yankees would be a great a great ALCS. That that would be yeah, would. that would be like some 11 some 10-11 12 run on each side games. You might see like home run records and series broken in that and that.
0: So this goes it's like a th- it's a 3 game series, right? The wild card series.
1: Each league starts with a bang with unprecedented wild card round of best of 3 series. Game start okay. Tuesday the 29th. From there things take a more familiar look with Best of five division series beginning October 5th, okay. followed by the league championship series beginning October 11th.
0: So it's three, five, seven, seven. and then World Series seven. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's going to be fun. I mean, you know what? And like early, because it th- all kicks off on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, it's basically going to be, you know, you're going to have baseball on while you're working. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. these games are going to be like all – throughout the entire day probably yeah, they'll start in the
1: afternoon and they'll just they'll go into like
0: yeah probably 4 to, midnight. to to one a.m.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: uh you'll have playoff baseball so um and then you know lastly Gene what do you think NBA finals uh the the fighting lebrons against the fighting jimmies
1: well it, it it's it's sort of the matchup that i was hoping once once the box got bounced, um, it's sort of the, the matchup that I was sort of angling for. I wanted to see, you know, it's got all of the, it's got all the things you want in an NBA final. You've got the greatest player on the planet facing his one of his old teams. You've got um, you've got Jimmy Butler, who's got all of the confidence of a guy who uh, could who doesn't really fear that he's going up against the Lakers and sort of probably wanted the Lakers. Um you know, you've got a guy like Andre Iguodala in the series who is a multi-ring holder who who's gotten back there. Uh you know, and he, you know, maybe if he gets another ring, we're seriously talking about Andre Iguodala Hall of Fame. Like it, it's it's a realistic thing if you have him be part of another championship run for another in another city you start to really be like you know Andre he's an important cog in in these championship teams so it's an intriguing matchup it's going to be great basketball this this is
0: the uh the sixth straight NBA finals appearance for Andre Godal
1: I believe that's correct yeah I think he's got more more consecutive than even LeBron I think LeBron missed one in there um well, he missed one. last
0: year because of injury.
1: Right, 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 right.
0: Um, but I just saw a tweet that Le- LeBron has um, 10 appearances more than he like 20 franchises, and the Sixers are one of those yeah, yeah. franchises. Yeah,
1: I saw that number too. It's, it's crazy.
0: It it, it it just is crazy. And like how many years in a row LeBron gets his team to the finals. It's absolutely maddening. And, and, you know, last year he was injured. So he missed that year. But again, this year, like clockwork, I mean, you change the format, you know, you change the location, COVID, whatever. It doesn't matter. It's like death taxes, LeBron in
1: the finals. And honestly, this this is the thing that separates him from the other great players in in history. He is maybe second only to like that that and I I mean him as a almost as a franchise unto himself. Maybe other than like the Boston Celtics of the 70s. You know, is there something that is more consistent than LeBron being able to get into the finals? Uh, the, he he has sort of epitomized the idea of the player franchise versus the city franchise because right. he, it, wherever he goes he sort of packs up his championship <laughs> circus and and you know opens up the tent wherever wherever he's headed um he did it in cleveland as soon as he left cleveland tanks He do, he's in miami up goes miami he leaves Miami, goes to right. Cleveland, up, up it goes. All he goes to LA, up it goes. All these all these places are in ruins when he arrives and they become championship caliber within a year. You know, what I mean there there is something to be said for for that being the mark of LeBron's greatness. Maybe even more than Michael Jordan, because we just don't know. We just don't know because Michael Jordan was only a bull, really, in his in his where he was in championship mode. Right. You know, right, 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 right. So we don't know that it was all Michael. You know what I mean? To a certain degree, what was the greatest greatness of the Bulls, sort of that core stayed intact, if you want to just call it those two guys. But with LeBron, he's done it with many different partners, many different places uh, and faces. Yeah. I'm
0: not gonna sit here and say, you know, LeBron was better than than Michael Jordan or whatever. I'm definitely not gonna get into that or play that game, but it it going off of last week, it does make Giannis's MVP award this year, like again, look even more foolish. Right, right. So you know what? LeBron's going to win the uh, the Finals MVP, and I'm sure he'd much rather have that and like another
1: another ring. Do Do you think that um, the, that Miami has a, sh- a chance in this series at all?
0: Do yeah. Oh, yeah. I think they do. Yeah, they do. I mean, they can shoot the hell out of the ball, and um, I've been really impressed with Adebayo, Um in this series and um uh, who's that shooter they have Ro- robertson yeah yeah i like him uh tyler hero and they have, in they this have some great tonight. role they
1: have some great role players on miami
0: yeah that's a really yeah. well and, and well, and well built
1: team. Dallas, so you know they're the good. thing that, that, that it almost kills me is like my, why can't the sixers f- pull together guys like this
0: uh they're the sixers are stupid they're dumb they're <laughs> idiots uh, and they don't and they you know that I'll tell you what that Spolstra he's a good coach.
1: He is. He is. It does make a difference. Like it really really does. I'm and sure it, it does. And it I kills, and it we, kills have, we
0: haven't had a good coach uh, since since Larry Brown. Right. Seriously, there I, I hasn't been a good coach since Larry Brown.
1: No. And and it it kills me because yeah, Jimmy Butler was an important player to this franchise and uh, you know it wouldn't have been that crazy to run it back. Like no, what?
0: That was the whole thing. Run it back.
1: You know, it was it was a, a quadruple doink from overtime, and and maybe we make a run at it. And last year was yeah. the year. Last year was absolutely there was no LeBron.
0: Yeah, yeah. Last,
1: last year, year was the year. It kills me. All right, let's
0: uh, let's wrap it up. Just so we hit Put all four. Of the Flyers are hockey team.
1: <laughs> so we got all four. <laughs> Got all four sports in. Gritty, 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 gritty. (laughs) See, I said his name.
0: That's definitely all the time we have for today. Uh, We'll be back next week. We'll be recapping uh, Eagles Niners, some uh, MLB postseason, some NBA Finals. Who knows? Might be talking about the GM search, hopefully for the Phillies. Sixers uh, head coach search. That's still a thing. Continuing on. We're looking for uh yeah so uh yeah we'll be back oh uh, did the union won tonight right
1: i think so yeah they were out yeah man the union they're hot
0: they're super hot Dupe. soccer team uh all right so we'll be back next monday uh and, you know uh if you haven't done so already please remember to rate review and subscribe to the show on itunes or wherever you get your podcasts also check us out on social media facebook twitter and instagram If you have any more time in your podcast listening day, be sure to check out The Whip Around uh, for all the week's weird news. And uh, until next week, uh, have a great day at work, everybody. We are out of here.